Welcome to the second episode of Tea with Tiana. If you haven't subscribed already, please make sure you go subscribe. I know I wasn't supposed to post until Sunday, but I figured another episode wouldn't hurt. I hope to get into visuals and blogs soon, so look forward to that coming to the channel, hopefully this weekend. So, let's hop into this tea. I got a lot of topics that you guys submitted, and it was so, like, you have no idea. It made me so happy. So I picked out a few topics for this week and a few for next week. So the first topic that I wanted to address that was submitted was abusive relationships. People who are in abusive relationships are sometimes blind to the fact that they're even in an abusive relationship. Some people want out and don't know exactly like how to get out. And then, I mean, every situation is different. You have those who are in that relationship, their abusive relationship, and they're fine with it. I mean, they don't want to get out. And that's fine as well. I mean, to each his own. Abuse comes in, like, many forms. And I think people get that confused. They're like, oh, if you're not getting beat on, then you're not abused. Well, that's not true. There's mental abuse, verbal abuse, physical abuse, emotional abuse. There's different types of abuse. And, I mean, all of them have their own, you know, pieces and parts of what go on within that type of abuse. But the kind that really bothers me is physical abuse. Physical abuse is the kind that really, like, sneaks up on you. Like, some people don't know that their boyfriend or girlfriend is an abuser until, like, stress kicks in. Or something drastic happens in that person's life and it causes them to lash out. So, for example, Harley from Temptations, Confessions of a Marriage Counselor, he didn't lash out at Edith at first. I mean, he whined and dined her, got her to leave her husband, showed her a good time, secluded her from her family. Then he took advantage of her. And then you have the dumbasses in the audience. Why didn't she leave? Because she was manipulated. He made her feel like she needed him, like she needed the D or whatever it was at the time. I mean, most of these guys do that. They flaunt their cars, their money, their drugs, whatever it is that the girls are into, and they usually fall for it. I mean, I've never seen you guys turn on getting your nails or hair done. I've never seen you guys turn on a free meal. Ladies, come on now. Let's get ourselves together. Is this, like, the only way into our hearts, the only way into our pants? No, like, let these niggas have that. That's why they feel like they can abuse you, because they feel like all you're there for to begin with is the money. So if they take away the money you're gone but if they keep the money coming they feel like they own you so don't ever let a nigga feel like he owns you or whatever so i i would say just go ahead if you're in an abusive relationship and just seek help i mean it's hard to leave sometimes sometimes he may not want you to leave sometimes you may cause more chaos trying to leave than you would if you just stayed but we do want you to get out so seek help especially if you have kids no one deserves to be a punching bag or walk around with a black eye or whatever. Just leave. Okay, so enough of that depressing shit. Let's talk celebrity news real quick. Cash Doll been looking real good lately. Like from the two-piece icy set to the red part down the middle. Like, oh yeah, she killed it last week. Like, Cash Doll is new bae. Kim Kardashian made a confusing statement in an interview with Brett Ellis saying, and I quote, My public persona is wild, sexual, but I'm actually uncomfortable when I talk about sex and I'm more conservative when it comes to that. Hmm. I didn't know how to comment on that. I mean, this is the same motherfucker who had her lips wrapped around Ray J's dick on, like, for camera, like, for the world to see. So, I mean, is this a turnaround for Kim? Who knows? Anyways... In other news, Black China's mom posted a video reaching out to Rob Kardashian 
In her video, she was saying something like she hasn't seen Dream or heard from Rob. So she apparently wants to see Dream but has no other way to contact Rob but through Instagram or like so she says. I mean, a lot of people have a question like, is this a publicity stunt or is she, you know, a desperate grandma right now? Being the mother of an attention-seeking celebrity hoe, I think it's a publicity stunt. I mean, you don't have to go to Instagram to get to Rob or your granddaughter or whatever the case may be. I don't know what it is or how it is. I just felt like it was a publicity stunt. Her daughter likes attention. She likes attention. It's just what they do. Moving on. Growth in youth sports. So let's talk. This is a very important topic to me. It wasn't submitted. It's just something that was on my heart. Because it really bothered me. And I'll never forget when we decided to enroll our son in peewee football at Scott Park in Miami Gardens to play for the Vikings. Like, he conditioned, he practiced, he trained. But for some reason, come July 20th, there wasn't enough players to fill the roster. And that was back in, like, 2016, I want to say. It was only, like, six boys by the end of conditioning getting ready to go into the season. So, obviously, the team was cut, and they didn't have a peewee team. So, I mean, I was shocked that more parents from my generation weren't enrolling their children. Optimist football was the shit when I was growing up. Like, if you didn't play Optimist football or if you weren't, like, an Optimist football cheerleader, like, where's your fucking childhood? It taught respect and discipline to a lot of, like, ladies and, you know, young men or whatever the case may be. Um, And it also gave them, like, confidence and structure. So, I mean, we ended up moving him to another park where the roster was full, but they still let him play. In the first year, he was starting defense, and then his second year, he was running back. I mean, it was a joy for me to see him play and get involved with the other kids. And it's just sad that people are so selfish and small-minded, and they don't think of how it can affect their children. I mean, you never know what your child can do with a little love and support. So we always make sure that whatever QJ wants to do, we're always there for him 100%. That's the time when he shines his hardest and when he excels the most. So make sure you're there for your children. And just stop forcing these kids to be couch potatoes and, like, keep them active. Because obesity is, like, you have no idea how easy it is for a kid to become obese. But you have no idea how hard it is for a kid to suffer from being bullied by other kids because they're obese. It is your job as a parent to keep your kid active in something. Whether it's dance, whether it's music whether it's football basketball whatever it is you find something that works for your child keep it moving so moving on let's talk another submitted topic that i wanted to cover was family i was kind of sensitive to this topic at first because i know i'm gonna get attacked by a lot of you which is fine but here's my spiel family is referred referred to as a person or people who are like blood related or who have been around so long they've been considered family the question that was submitted was which family is more important the one that you're born into or the one that you start yourself the answer all depends on the person me myself i'm a bit cold-hearted so i say the family that i started on my own is more important yeah you heard what you just heard the family that i started on my own is more important why let me tell you why Sometimes people are born into dysfunctional, unstable families. Others are born into, like, privileged, stable ones. I happen to be born into a combination of both. So I'm perfectly fine. I mean, that has no effect on my decision to put the family I created first. But it does play a big part. The family you create, I feel like, should always come first. Because no one is going to love your children and spouse like you are, vice versa. And no one is going to comfort you and console you like you, like 
on a bad day, like, your children or your spouse. So, I mean, unless you have a puppy. Puppies are, like, super cute. They might console you, but you get what I'm saying. They're, 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 they, like, family, they will talk about you, talk down on you, and spread your business. Like, those people are very funny. So, sometimes it's best to start your own tribe and be the ruler of your own tribe. I'm not saying Grandma and Auntie Arlene can't be loved. I'm saying that they shouldn't be put before your family, your kids, your spouse, your dog, your in-house family. So now let's talk. New week, new co-worker, right? So this week there was a discussion about hair. Now I'm trying my best to keep my mouth closed unless spoken to, but I just had to, right? So everyone pretty much comes to work looking like they're there to work. But you know, there's always that one female that that, that needs to be the center of attention. What are we going to do it? Like, bitch, do it well. I mean, so this girl brags about her wigs and bundles like they're strictly purchased from Jesus himself. They've been bleached, dyed, curled, colored a thousand times. Like, the hair is so thin, I thought the wig had cancer. Like, seriously. I was gonna start a GoFundMe for this wig alone. Like, listen, the hair's so thin. Like, bitch, I could see what she was thinking, like, on some shit. I tried not to say nothing, but before I knew it, I was like, ooh. It was when she said that she purchased it for $300. What? The wig had to be purchased as a synthetic pick-me-up from, like, Mingling Beauty Supply. Like, I'm not finna play with her. I hardly ever say shit. So, when I said something, she probably sharded in her pants. Like, for those of you who don't know what sharded is, it's a cross between a shit and a fart. So, she probably sharded in her pants. I mean, yeah, that was her. But anyways, we're not gonna do this. Moving on. Business growth. Let's talk. So... For this week, I didn't do artists on the rise. I decided to go with business owners on the rise. So one of Miramar's youngest female moguls is Santana Neal. Santana is 23 years old. She owns two salons located in Miramar, Florida and Atlanta, Georgia. Both of her locations are fairly new and actively hiring. Nail techs, hairstylists, lash techs, whatever you, you know, you got. Go ahead and holler at Santana. She gonna hook you up with a job. Mm-hmm. She also offers brow tinting classes in 8-hour and 12-hour increments, but this is nothing new for her. I mean, she always been quite the diva. So, she was raised by Fashionette, and she's in love with the color pink. So, if you haven't figured that out by her Instagram name, Santana is strictly taking over. And we hope to see lots of growth and expansion from her business in the near future. So, you can find Santana and follow her on Instagram at Strictly Pick Makeup Artist to catch the latest from Santana. Well... I'm out of time. I gotta go to work. Thank you guys for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed. Feel free to like, comment, share, and subscribe. I'm your host, Tiana, and I'll see you on Sunday.